Coming up on today's show, some interesting stuff is happening south of the border. I go rogue and don't read any of Ryan's headlines. An enormous seven-foot man emerges from hiding. Uh, Ryan doesn't talk hockey on this show, but I do, and the Islanders clinch the playoffs. <laughs> and we have a new Ring of Honor TV champion. I uh, show off a new coffee mug, a uh, new uh, Dunder Mifflin coffee mug that I got. Come again. <laughs> and it works. That's what she said. Oh, boo. That's supposed to come up. That's what she said. Oh, my bad. I'll show <laughs> it later. Jersey Championship Wrestling is back. Uh, Ryan begins to regret having me on his show again. <laughs> Roman Reigns has a new theme. It still takes him 20 minutes to get to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, I guess uh, a new headline was added. Spoiler alert, I'm, I'm going to be the monthly leader at the end of trivia today. <laughs> yes, Al attempts the daily, daily wrestling news show Gauntlet and more on this 89th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show. That's, That's what she it. said. <laughs> This is the Daily Wrestling News for May 3rd, 2021. We are powered by the Eastern Observer. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studio B on the beautiful shores of the Great Sa Great Sacandaga Lake within the Empire State's Adirondack Park. I'm joined today by the owner of Pro Wrestling Pick'em and the current Essential Wrestling Podcast Pick'em League Champion. He calls us Betty, but when we call him, we call him Al. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Paul Simon. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. I love Paul Simon. A uh, little bit of a spoiler that will be involved in my wedding reception. All right, all right, <laughs> which we'll definitely be broadcasting over the, all the Facebook pages, right? <laughs> yeah, well, there, yeah, well, there's going to be there's a videographer there, and uh, we will we we'll make sure we'll get that uh, from every. Yeah, we'll we will air that amongst <laughs> other things. I have a lot of fun stuff planned. Well, that's the longest cold open we've ever done, so we're good. <laughs> But the lead story today is coming out of Mexico. A whole bunch of news coming from the from the show, the AAA show this past weekend. Uh, starting out with just a video appearance, a pre-recorded, pre-taped video appearance by Andrade Cien Almas, El Idolo, La Sombra, whatever you call him. He yep. has called out Kenny Omega. He wants a AAA Mega Championship match at Triple Mania. That is going to be mucho stars. That is going to be probably one of the most incredible matches. You know, when you you think of all these dream opponents for Kenny Omega, somehow Andrade slips your mind because you don't really think now nah, there's, there's never a way for them to cross. You know, you always want like AJ Styles or Daniel Bryan or Brock Lesnar, whoever. El Idolo. Yes. Muy bien. I love it. Te, te amor. You hear the and you and you hear the name and you're like, obviously mind blown, right? Like that's yep. that is a that is a marquee match, and uh, it, it was worth Andrade leaving WWE for. It is yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I don't, you know, I just just from conversations say I don't think he has a shot in hell at winning, but yeah, well, this is gonna be gonna be great. Right. Unless unless Omega loses the AEW World Championship between now and then, then I then I say maybe, but um, I don't think so. They'll never, they would never, I understand that Khan has nothing to do with, I don't think Khan, Tony Khan has anything to do with this because it is a triple A promotion. I don't know the relationship with those two, but it just seems like 
if Kenny Omega gets pinned by a former WWE guy, that would just absolutely kill Tony Khan. Like that's like there's no way he's going to be called. He's going to be getting Penta's translator and calling Triple A and making sure, like, listen, we you, know, you can't do this to us. We talk too much crap for you to do this to us. <laughs> well, we will see. I, I agree with you. I don't think that Andrade is going to win. But it was so refreshing to see Andrade, um, you know, he's speaking, right? Like, I don't speak Spanish, at least not yet. But, you know, he, he didn't have much of a speaking role in WWE because he didn't really speak um, very strongly in English. But he delivered a whole long pre-taped promo. It was great. I don't know what he said, but it was great. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't, it's, it's, from the from right here, I'm sure Charlotte really didn't understand what he said either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she speaks Spanish all that well either. So she's well, learning now. She's trying. You know, it's, it's a fiance. She's trying. That's not the only news coming out of the show this past weekend, though, too. No, we have a couple no, of other no. things. I'm no, going to start no, with this no. one. Black Taurus, Black Taurus won the AAA Latin American Championship. So an uh, impact star winning AAA gold. Um, I guess he's both he's both a triple A star and an impact star. He was triple A star first. But hey, we know him from Impact. Yeah. And, uh, and he's got he's got gold down there in AAA now. Yeah. And that's one Torus, Torus, Torus is on fire. Torus is en fuego. <laughs> there you go. And then and then another interesting story coming out. Fabi Apache wins the Reina the Reinas championship and immediately gets called to the table by Diana Perrazzo. So, Jersey strong, I think is what you're meaning by that. Pointing to damn straight. So the Mexico. I don't know how to say that in Spanish, but whoop ass in Mexico. So Fabi Apache, she wins the vacated Reina de Reinas championship. The championship was vacated when Taya Valkyrie signed with WWE. Taya had won the belt from Tessa Blanchard when AAA invaded New York in Madison Square Garden. So there's oh. your. There's your lineage. Taya won it from Tessa, and Taya had to vacate. And Fabio Apache is the winner now, and we're going back to an Impact Knockouts champion to see if uh, if she can take the gold. So yeah, so she lost the Triple H Championship, but she got a puppy. So you know that's you know you give and take. There you go. There you go. Um, and then finally, I guess the the big thing uh, if people were looking for this and trying to figure out why they could or couldn't watch it. Lucha Libre FMV claims that they have the permanent rights to AAA outside of Mexico. Uh, AAA, of course, disputes that. So we get nothing until their lawsuit gets resolved. But uh, we get nothing live while they're, while they're working out the lawsuit. We will see this event somewhere down the road, maybe a month or so. It'll be on YouTube and Facebook. So yep. there you go. Yeah, I, I have nothing to comment on that. I'm not a legal guy. Uh, so... I think maybe that barista from Impact, maybe he can explain it better. What, what, I can't remember what his name was. The honest barista. Yeah, or uh, or there was an AEW lawyer too, right, that John Moxley put through the – Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so one of, those, one of those lawyers will need to get brought in here. So uh, actually, um, the lawyer that's on MLW – right now oh. is the one who actually freed up everybody from their lucha underground contracts so which has relates back to this because this is the lucha underground parent company that's that we're talking about here that's mm -hmm. in the dispute with triple a so anyway long story short 
big news out of Mexico this past weekend. Uh, that was our lead story. So exciting stuff coming for Triple Mania this year for sure. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun. It's always a great event, it seems like. And I've never actually watched one, but, you know, you hear the results and you see the results, and all of a sudden you're like, damn, I missed a good show. <laughs> And uh, welcome back to the Daily Wrestling News Show, Al. My, uh, you know, you're getting props here with your caffeine and everything through the comments. So, um, Mama Joy, right? That's right. That's right. Mama Joy, I'm back. <laughs> Today in wrestling history, 2010, Al, the second Monday Night War ended when TNA aired their last Monday show. They went Spike TV moved them to Thursday after this day in 2010. Oh wow. You, you know what the funny thing is? You know, I've, I've seen the NWA TNA from the beginning, but, you know, even in WWE, I had my wrestling gaps. I would have never even guessed that they would have attempted to air on Monday nights. But uh, I guess impact's going to impact. Yeah. Uh, the ratings were totally different there, so you can't even really look at the numbers. I mean, WWE was pulling in over 3 million viewers and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. AAA was – or uh, AAA. Uh, TNA was doing well, too. They were over a million and stuff. But that's good today's standard. Probably wasn't good then. So yeah, you know, three million viewers for Raw. You know, you put the belt on the Miz, and that's what happens. You know, it's in... it's twenty ten. That's yep. twenty ten. <laughs> All right, some other big news stories today. Coming up on Monday Night Raw today, I you know we talked about it in the cold open, or at least I did. That a <laughs> seven foot giant is coming out of hiding. Uh, AJ Styles and Amos versus the New Day tonight on Monday Night Raw. So. There you go. Yeah, we got some WrestleMania backlash going tonight. This is uh this is a rematch, and uh I, I just don't see this, you know. I don't can't see it ending up any different than what it did at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, maybe Amos will do something else that's really impressive tonight. Yeah, it's, that's yeah, it's, it's, it's glad to have him back. You know, I mean, you know, you don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but he's been gone for three weeks. Yep. And uh it'll be it's glad to see him both back on. Absolutely. And then Bobby Lashley is going to be facing either Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman tonight. Um, he said that he can beat either one of them one-on-one, and so he's going to get put to that test tonight. So there you go. Yeah, I got a funny feeling that it's going to be Braun. Uh, we saw Drew already at WrestleMania. Bobby already proved that he could do it at WrestleMania, so I sure. think Braun's going to do the same thing last week, pretty much just say, hold my beer, and then uh, just you know, kind of cut in front of Drew McIntyre as he walks down the aisle. So, Yep, I think, uh, I think you've got that spot on. So we will see in a little less than 10 hours. Yeah. Okay, and then coming to Stars this August, Heels is a new one-hour drama coming to Stars. The story is built around two brothers, one babyface and one heel. They inherit a wrestling promotion in Georgia when their dad passes away, and so we're going to see all the backstage and on-screen antics that happen from there, them trying to figure out how to run a wrestling company. Uh, and star of the show, Stephen Amell, nice. he plays the heel. So should be a fun thing coming this august so yeah that's the guy that uh Danny priest uh, ripped off his gimmick right he's the green arrow right Stephen amell's neville's best friend there you go the green arrow it's interesting to me how much wrestling content is out there right now between yeah. us having a, a show on every night of the week a wrestling show yep then you have the biography series you've got vice you've got uh you know vice has got mlw on saturday now plus they have dark side of the ring and they've done extended issue extended edition of that most wanted treasures and then uh, all the stuff that you can get streaming on demand with the independence and the territories and things like that that are out there there is so much content and it makes sense that we're going to get dramatizations of pro wrestling when you have this much content for people to consume so yeah so do you know what kind of show is this going to be is this going to be like serious is this going to be a comedy because you know 
I watched. Uh, I didn't watch the final the episode of the Netflix series uh, with the uh, glow, uh, which was really good. It was really funny. You know, I really liked the yes. uh, uh, the one guy Bash that was on that show. He was hysterical. But yeah, that was. So I, I'm kind of hoping if this is a comedic type thing, and then you see like the blunders of them trying to run a company. You know, I don't know. I did the. There is a trailer out, and you can go watch that. I think it has more of a serious tone, but it's oh, wrestling. Okay. And with wrestling, you know, you're going to have comedic moments, right? Yeah. So, you can't get away from it, so I'm yeah, sure yeah. That... Well, the ribbing backstage, the ribbing. Yes, yeah. Um, so, fun stuff. I can't wait for that to come out this August, and we'll be sure to cover it here on the Daily Wrestling News Show. And I didn't even mention in all that the big list, a long lineup. The uh, Young Rock was renewed for season two over the weekend oh, as good. well. So, uh, so even more there. Yeah, it was a show. We only, I only saw the first episode. I keep on forgetting. There's just so much going on. I love too much hockey on right now. Right, right. Oh yeah, there's other sports too. Yeah, right. There's actually other you know, other non-scripted sports being played right now, and the Stanley Cup playoffs start next weekend. So, uh, on SmackDown last week, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan closed the show. It was about a half hour long, a little bit less than that. Um, so, and I, you know, from all accounts that I've read and watched myself and everything, very good match from those two. As Daniel Bryan is now set to depart SmackDown, I guess. Yeah, I caught the tail end of it. It was, it was, you know, you say you give them a half an hour, and it just, it's just gold. You know, it's just you, those guys, they know what to do. They did Daniel Bryan right by giving him the time to do this. They gave, the, they did the title right by giving them the time to do this—a thirty-minute match or however long it was. I know Roman's entrance that you'll get to took up most of that, but um, yeah, and then, and then it, it led to uh, something more to, you know, lead into backlash. So yeah, that was, it was a productive night. Um, I don't think we're gonna be seeing Daniel for a while. You know, when you have when you coming back from the next surgery or whatever, you take a concerto. He already took one at WrestleMania. He it took him a, uh, a week to come back. He didn't come back for two weeks. So uh, I think we, this might be you know take a couple of months off or whatever. Maybe you'll see him after SummerSlam. Maybe on Wednesday or excuse me Tuesday nights. They own the night now. So and interestingly, I mean, when you see Roman Reigns do a concerto, and we know we got WrestleMania backlash coming up. To me, that means that that kind of just brings edge to the forefront, right? When you see Roman do a concerto, that's edges. Yeah. And we're in our name of our next show is WrestleMania Backlash, and it doesn't quite look like we're ready to give Cesaro that shot yet. It looks like there's a little bit of business they're building for that. But I've got a feeling Edge is coming back, and that's going to be the WrestleMania backlash. Man. Yeah, so I know you mentioned you didn't watch the show, right? Two things I'll, I'll bring up. One, uh, to go with that point you said right there. Uh, Cesaro, they were going throughout the night. Uh, the, they were doing wrestlers' picks. You know, the guys were on ProWrestlingPickem.com. Uh, they were playing against the universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all the good guys, uh, the exception of one, and I'll get into that. All the, uh, all the good guys picked uh, Daniel Bryan, including Cesaro. Uh, Daniel Bryan said if when he won, which he didn't, you know, we knew he wasn't going to, but when he won, he was going to give Cesaro the first shot of backlash. And Cesaro said it himself. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm picking Daniel Bryan and then I'm going to beat Daniel Bryan at backlash. So I think he's actually planning his own seed for getting that title match. Now, whether they give it to him or not, I have no idea. But uh, like I said, one person went a little bit off character at the beginning of the show. And it was right after Daniel Bryan's interview. It was Seth Rollins. And weirdly, he was like, I'm, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan on this one. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he was decked out. He had a nice suit on. He had the white turtleneck. You know, Seth was dressed in the nines like he always is. Would love to see his closet and his wardrobe. But um, <laughs> it, it, that was odd. So I don't know if they're actually going to set up some heel on heel 
Because I don't think Roman is, you know, other guy, no, Nakamura picked against Roman. They showed the Miz. The Miz picked Roman. You know, obviously he hates Daniel Bryan. That was easy. Yeah. But uh, I think, I don't know, but it seems like they made it a point where Roman might not like that Seth picked against him, right. you know? So yeah. that might be something very interesting. Um, that's their two top guys on it. Daniel Bryan's gone and Edge is off TV. I mean, let's let's be let's be fair here. You know, I know Cesaro beat Seth, and you know Cesaro get a shot, but and Cesaro and Seth Rollins are wrestling next week on SmackDown. Yeah, so yeah, so, so that storyline and Cesaro was involved at the end, right? They tied Cesaro up in the ropes and made him watch the concerto. Yeah, so Cesaro is still in this picture, and but like you said, there's some movement with Seth Rollins, and I think the concerto is a signal, but I don't know. You know, so you know what really stinks about this whole thing, Ryan, with Cesaro. Like everyone's been just behind him for years now. They've they've wanted this. They want to give Cesaro a title match, give it, and they finally do, and it's Roman, an unbeatable Roman Reigns. This is almost like with Rusev Day. Like we want Rusev Day was on fire. He deserves it. Yo, he should. And he's going in, I think he fought AJ Styles the show before WrestleMania where everyone knew it was going to be Styles and Nakamura. And you're like, you're giving this now? Like, you're going to answer our prayers now? Like, that's not what – everyone – it's just sucks. So I kind of yeah. feel bad for Cesaro because I'm not giving him a shot at all. Right. So, I'm not giving anybody a shot. It's not, this is not even a shot against Cesaro. I'm not giving anybody a chance against Roman Reigns. Yeah, the the smart money. Whenever you see Roman's name on the marquee, is to pick Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's gonna take a real big name for anybody to pick pick otherwise. I think. So maybe a Money in the Bank. Maybe there's something there. Yeah, you, you gotta ca- you gotta cash in on Roman, and even then, if he's got an Uso watching his back, it's gonna be tough. Now, interestingly, with Daniel Bryan, that getting back to the match, they protected him. Right, he passed out in the guillotine. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't tap out. He didn't get pinned. Anything like that. So they, you know, it's. In a loser leaves town match, usually you go out, you know, getting pinned or whatever. Danny Bryan protected here, so you know they're saving him to look good someplace else. So yeah, well, he got caught though. He, he got caught in the guillotine. You know, if, yeah. he lost. So he, like, he lost fair and square. It wasn't any, uh, yeah. you know, there's nothing to complain about here. Nope. Daniel Bryan can't good. go to Raw and be like, "I got screwed on SmackDown. I want to be in the Fatal Four Way match." And Pierce would just let him in like he always does. So, I mean, like, but, you know, Dan, Daniel got caught. He got caught and he lost. So, I mean, he protected to a point. I mean, he still took an L legitimately. Yeah. So, he, Roman Reigns is a better wrestler than Daniel Bryan. Right. Uh, yes. In, uh, in, the, in the lineage here. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So, a couple of other things. Tony Deppen, independent guy, darling. See him on Game Changer Wrestling over the weekend, uh, uh, over WrestleMania weekend. I saw him there. He won the Ring of Honor Television Championship from Tracy Williams on ROH TV this past weekend. As far as I know, Deppin has has appeared on Ring of Honor a couple of times. I haven't seen the big release that says uh, Tony Deppin is Ring of Honor, but mm-hmm. um, or any release that said they signed him or anything like that. But they put a, they put a title belt on him, so that's really fun and interesting. So. Maybe it was like a last minute thing. Maybe hot sauce is hurt. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't watched Ring of Honor in a while, unfortunately. And that's you know, that's why I have you on the Essential Wrestling podcast. I know you do. <laughs> but I mean, maybe hot sauce has something going on, you know, to the point yeah. where it's like a knee-jerk reaction, you know, like all of a sudden you, know, you tune in Saturday morning and the Mountie beat Bret Hart, you know, out of nowhere. So for the Intercontinental title. So maybe this is one of those things where you know Bret just couldn't make the big show. Right. Yeah, not not sure what not sure what's going on there, but it's it is definitely newsworthy that Tony Deppin is the new 
ROH Television Championship. This is a t- championship previously held by guys like Damian Priest and you know a million other guys th- up through the ranks. So uh, it's yeah. a good stepping stone. It's a very good stepping stone. What'd you say? Jersey J Lethal. There you go. <laughs> All right, and then on Dark Elevation tonight, I know we already talked about what's going on on Raw. That starts at 8, but Dark Elevation kicks off at 7, and there's a couple of interesting matches. One of them, um, Al, I didn't mention this in pre-production, but Willow Willow Nightingale is somebody that Travis and I saw at Game Changer Wrestling over WrestleMania weekend. A lot of potential here. She's wrestling Thunder Rosa tonight, so keep your eyes on that match. Uh, she, She, Like I said, she wrestled a bunch of matches over WrestleMania weekend, I saw two of them. Very good stuff. Good. All right. Good for her. Like I said, you know, that, that's you say what you want about you know these YouTube shows. That they're Saturday morning, Sunday morning. You know, it's it's you know named versus in action. But you know, it's I'll give you a little bit of credit for that. If you're not gonna, you know, I'm I don't want this on their their dynamite. You know, I don't want in action right. on that. But these dark elevations, that's fine. It gives these guys a chance. It'll give them a showing. And if she's as good, if she has a performance, maybe you know they'll start mm-hmm. noticing her. You know, yeah. yeah. Down so the road. NXT. Maybe. Yeah, Ben Carter, right? <laughs> or, what's his name? Nathan Frazier? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. He's just let them go to NXT or, or, or where they know there's actual women's division. And then here's another interesting thing on Dark Elevation tonight. This one I wouldn't mind seeing on Dynamite, though, the main show. Yeah. Real Mizunami versus yep. Abaddon. <laughs> yeah. That's that's going to be interesting. It, I, I, it, yeah. It'd be interesting because everyone is just so scared to death of Abaddon and grossed out, and I just don't think the Miz is going to be any like I don't think it's going to phase her. Well, what's funny is though, but she is uh, Rio Mizunami is so uh, she has so so many expressions and so such great facials, and she does so much like you know she does the thing where she like pulls herself in the ring you know with the rope and stuff like yeah. that. She does so much of that like showmanship stuff that I think she's an awesome opponent for Abaddon because yeah. I think she'll. You know she'll, you know she'll be creeped out. <laughs> Maybe she will. Yeah, I get you say you put it that way. Then yeah, I only, I've only seen the Miz a couple times, especially in that tournament. She shined in that tournament when I saw a couple matches. And you're right, it was the Japanese style. They play to the crowd. Yes. You know, yeah. especially when there is no TV. There's you know, especially in the, in the women out there in Japan. I don't know what like uh, what's there. It was uh, the Shimmer. Not Shimmer is not over in Japan. I can't remember what's over in Japan for the women's. Oh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, they, 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 they do a lot more playing to the crowd. So, yeah, she's very, very entertaining. So, yeah, I, I like them as. Yep. Yeah. So keep your eyes glued for that one, too. I think that'll be fun. Um, you know, the other thing I want to mention is that AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation, yeah, they're very long shows. Most people don't watch the whole show. Um, they do get good good viewership number over time, but they also tend to put up single matches on their youtube so if you ever want to like go check out maybe this match might be up there the next day as a single Mm -hmm. match so there you go al yes jersey championship wrestling ran opening day over the weekend so there you go there you go that's that's, it this is the toughest wrestling independent wrestling division there is on the market i can guarantee you that the whole jersey championship wrestling show is available on youtube it's about two hours and 20 minutes uh joey janela Edith Surreal, Manders, Dante Leone, many, many others on the show. Uh, I saw all these people that I just mentioned over the weekend, uh, WrestleMania weekend. JCW, Jersey Championship Wrestling, they are the predecessor of what we know today as Game Changer Wrestling. Uh, and Game Changer, you would, you would associate with brands like Joey Janela, Spring Break, and others. Um, GCW recently bought back the rights. So 
now we're off to the running. We've run an opening day, and they're a full-fledged promotion now. So That's it. It's time for John Smith to hit the gym. Uh, he's a former backyard wrestling champion. He knows what he's doing. It's time for John Smith to hit the gym and get back in the ring. There you go. There you go. And then finally, news that really just broke a few minutes ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, not too long ago. It's probably a couple hours. But Jay White defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi to become the never open weight champion this morning. Uh, he pointed after the match to David Finley and Ryusuke Taguchi as potential challengers that he would like to face. Of course, David Finley knocked Jay White out of the New Japan Cup, so mm -hmm. Jay would like to avenge that loss. So congratulations, Jay. He is the first ever quadruple champion in New Japan. Yeah, both. that's Travis's best friend, Jay White. Great job. Good job. Congratulations, Jay White. Congratulations, Travis. There you go. Your boy's got some gold. And uh, like I said, that's a that's a tough out, uh, Tanahashi. I know Tanahashi's been up there in, in years, but that's still it's, – it's, it's a tough out. It's a tough win. And, uh, and, and Switchblade got it done. So congrats, Travis. I feel bad for Tanahashi. Tanahashi is the guy who always brings a belt to, to Jay White. Tanahashi's last uh, heavyweight championship run. He lost to his first defense to Jay White. Yeah. And then this, yeah. And he's he hasn't been the never champion very long, and he lost to lost it to Jay White. Um on the undercard, Tai Chi, he won the iron finger from hell ladder match by defeating Tamatanga, so he has possession of the iron fingers. And Zack Saber beat Tongaloa, which means Gorillas of Destiny will be um, defending the IWGP Heavyweight Championships against Saber and Tai Chi at a later date. They've got two big dome shows this month, so plenty of time to do that. Nice. All right. That said, let me bring up uh, bring up my. Well, well, I'm going to play the bumper here, and I got something to bring up. But oh, Al, it's time for trivia. Oh, I'll so get my coffee. Oh, there we go. You get your coffee. There you go. I'm going to play the bumper. That's what she said. Okay, so here's the deal. I said it's going to be different. So, Al, you're going to set the pace for this week. All right. Only one person is going to get a point this week. Real? Okay. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you the name of a show, and you have to start naming wrestlers that wrestled in matches on that show, and you're going to go until you give me a wrong answer, and then. That will be the pace. You'll get a certain number right, and then tomorrow they got to beat you. Okay, so you're gonna give me a pay per view. Yep. And I gotta name wrestlers that competed on that show. Yes, and specifically we're looking at for wrestlers that wrestled on that show. I don't want to hear a manager or a run in. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in a match. So. Okay. Backlash 2020. Backlash 2020. And I'm gonna make them. The same level of heart all week. So yeah. So I'm assuming McIntyre had a defense. One. Uh, the Intercontinental Title was never on those shows. See, oh, this is tough because they didn't put everybody on there. Okay. I think McIntyre fought uh, Backlash. I believe was Lashley. Two. There you go. Um. Who was the United States champion? Apollo Crews was the United States champion. Apollo Crews. He was there in the pre he was in the pre-show, so I'm gonna give you that. Yeah, okay, thank you. Uh, I think he had a few MVP if we count that, so that would put MVP on it. 
MVP not on the show. Ah, three. He, I mean, he was accompanying Lashley, but that's not. No, yeah, that uh, doesn't count. No, I thought he fought. I thought it was when he fought Cruz. So you get three. Apollo Cruz defeated Andrade in the opening contest. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Main event was Randy Orton versus Edge in the greatest wrestling match ever. Oh. <laughs> Braun Strowman defeated The Miz and John Morrison, two on one for the Universal Championship. Asuka versus Nia Jax, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy, Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, and the Iconics. And I'm Paulo Cruz versus Andrade. There you go. So you got three. There you go. Well, I guess my spoiler alert wasn't. I guess I wasn't going to be leading trivia at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see if the uh, if the other guys can defeat you later this week. Yeah, twenty twenty was twenty twenty. They did it a little bit backwards. They did Money in the Bank first before Backlash. So it's not like you could just leech off of WrestleMania twenty and or let WrestleMania thirty six and just like go forward from there. So that was tough. All right, touche, right? Touche. All right. Well, three. I just wanted to do something a little different. I think this yeah, is yeah, that's, that's fine. Spice it up a little bit. And that's what we did with the headlines this morning. Let's do something a little bit different. Change it up. You don't have to throw fastballs all the time. Daily wrestling news show gauntlet. We're calling that gauntlet. Gauntlet eliminator. There you go. <laughs> the gauntlet eliminator. All right. Well, for the last time this month. Well, for the last time this month, the shirt the shirt of the month last month was the Bell Time Club. This is the last time we'll be talking about it for a while. But do go join the club. Uh, it's available at bodyslamclothes.com, all sizes, $22, the super soft style, beautiful shirt, great shirt, join the club, join us, and there's no upcharges on this thing, which is the thing I always say, but it's important to me because yeah. I don't like going out and paying $35 for a t-shirt. This one's $22. Okay, and then tune in on Friday nights for the Prime Time Rundown. Join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Rob DeLuca on Friday nights for the Prime Time Rundown. They take you through the world of sports. The show kicks off at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And then my co-host today, Al Carl, is the host of the Essential Wrestling Podcast each and every Tuesday. We're looking at episode number 52 tomorrow. Uh, he'll be joining or he'll be hosting. I'll join along with John DeCani, Gary Maheffi, and John Smith. Another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays on the Eastern Observer. Al, tell us about ProWrestlingPick'em.com. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a website dedicated just like how uh, Yahoo and ESPN and all that they have uh, the football pick'em pools where you can pick the you know, the the winners of the football games every Sunday. I have it for every uh, for the wrestling shows. So we cover WWE, we cover AEW, NXT, Impact, and uh, you can create it just like all just like ESPN and I. You can create a pool with your friends. You can join a public pool. We have a public pool for the Essential Wrestling Podcast. Uh, that you can join and play along with us. Gary Maheffi right now is the leader with that. He actually uh, did very well at uh, Impact Rebellion. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. It makes you care about matches you normally uh, don't really care about. You find yourself cheering for Baron Corbin for some strange reason because you think he can beat, uh, you know, Apollo Crews or somebody, whoever he's fighting way back when, when Corbin was on pay-per-view consistently. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, it's like you play against your friends. You get to talk the trash to them. Uh, Gary hasn't stopped yapping since uh, taking the lead on the first show of the year, but I do believe there was 45 shows uh, last year uh, before we got to WrestleMania, where the the, the league stops and then starts over again. So uh, Gary's gonna have to, he's got a long ways to go uh, before he finishes on top again. But it's a lot of fun again. ProWrestlingPickem.com. Play against your friends. Play against the universe. 
I should note that the Essential Wrestling Podcast League runs from WrestleMania to WrestleMania, but you can join a, you can start a league yourself anytime you want. Anytime you want. And and honestly, if you don't like WWE or if you don't like AEW, uh, you don't have to pick those matches. You can create a pool. You can go brand specific or even show specific. Uh, And then like with NXT and AEW, the Wednesday shows like Blood and Guts. Um, that's gonna be on. That's a special event. That's gonna be on the site. We're actually gonna be discussing that. That's gonna main event uh, the Essential Wrestling Podcast tomorrow. Uh, the big match between Pinnacle and the Inner Circle. So, um, definitely, you you have the power to do whatever you want to do. Very flexible in that way. So do check out prowrestlingpickem.com. And then this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show, we are here every day, Monday through Thursday at 10 a.m. to talk you through everything that's going on in the world of wrestling. Occasionally we have interviews. Uh, We had a great, great interview with Kim Artlip last week on Friday. She told us all about the upcoming Ignite Fierce show that she has later this month. And along with all the other stuff that she has going on, unboxings and things like that. She's got new t-shirts, new belts. If you're a a belt person, maybe you like that show because she talked about um, her excitement over her new championship belts for the promotion and everything. So a lot of great stuff going on with Ignite. Very, yeah, she, very was a, she was a kid at Christmas open about those belts oh, on the thing. That was funny. I watched that. She was excited. That was good. We also do interviews with uh, – I know you can't see it, but right here there is a poster from Coastal Championship Wrestling. Uh, we have had a bunch of people on from that promotion down, down in South Florida. What an incredible show they had over the weekend. I was not able to be there, but I understand they sold a million tickets um, right wow. last minute at the door. Not It wasn't a million, but – Oh, say, where was it? The Tokyo Dome? Hyperbole, hyperbole. Uh, well, we know the the big attendance numbers come in North Korea. Collision. Exactly. Korea. That's, what <laughs> that's right. But uh, but yeah, the uh, they sold a lot of tickets at the door last minute. No, they weren't on pre-sale. They had to come up with new chairs and stuff. It was crazy. So, um, and they put on a heck of a show. A heck of a show. So, uh, check that. Check out our interviews that we've done with them. Check them out too. A lot of fun. And I think Al. We have done the world of wrestling our our goodness for the day. We have talked it through everything. Yeah, I guess uh, like I said I had some extra caffeine today. Maybe I talked a little bit faster than normal, but Mama Joy, uh, great to see you watching again. Thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely. Well, for Al, I'm Ryan. This has been the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we will catch you tomorrow. That's what she said. Is it now? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't.